Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning world, Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. It was interesting. Sometimes things come to you, and you really don't need to understand deeper than than what you know so for instance my girlfriend gave me this meditation book a year ago by an author called Melody Beattie and when I went into yoga today I've started a new schedule I'm doing yoga two days back to back because the Monday class is quite uh, hard (laughs) quite invigorating and the Tuesday class is a relaxation meditation for um, depression and anxiety actually I really enjoyed it the back-to-back was really good because I'm a little sore from yesterday And we were speaking on meditation today and I was going to podcast on it. Because of that, I thought, I need to look up this author. Believe it or not, I've been reading her book and quoting her in these podcasts for a year and I had never actually delved into who she was. Wow. Um, if If you have, because I have mentioned her or you simply know who she is, regardless of my podcast, she is quite an amazing woman that has come through a lifetime of trauma and drug addiction, lost a child, was sexually abused, had a, went through alcoholism, married an alcoholic. Wow. And I have to say, she came to a point in her life where she decided to turn that around. And when she turned her own life around, she in turn immediately turned around and started helping others. And you really got to kind of have a, a major hands off to, to someone that can be that, you know, can really be that gift to the world. So I just wanted to kind of give her that moment because I, like I say, I use her book extensively in my podcast, even if it's sometimes just going to see what day it is and what she has to say today, because I truly believe the universe can use any tool to speak to us. It can be a person, it can be a book, a circumstance. I was in yoga. It really just doesn't matter. There are ways that God in the universe can speak to us, guide us, and we just need to be open and listen. So speaking of being open and listening... The card that was pulled in the angel card today in yoga and my instructor pulled the card for meditation now it's funny how things sort of just hit you okay yay meditation but immediately when I something kind of clicks with me I immediately go into a litany in my head of ideas for podcasting what to share how it's affecting my life and actually it really sort of hit home today simply for this it's a new year happy new year everyone by the way it's 2018 and meditation, because I have not been doing it lately, or contemplation, or any quiet time that you spend, that is your body's and your conscious mind, unconscious mind, and your ego. It is, it's a time to align and to see what's going on. And if you do not take that time in your life, you're going to always be on that gerbil wheel. You're always going to be on that fast track. If you do not stop and listen, you cannot hear. It's funny how so many things drive home. I went to a meeting last night. Now, I carry a anti-aging uh, shampoo line from a company called Monate in my in my studio, in my clinic. It's a multi-level marketing company. I really haven't decided whether I'm going to build it as an actual MLM business. I just like to buy it wholesale and sell it retail because I love the product. And my business and my clients come to me for things that are more natural and that will solve problems and it will actually deal with things like alopecia and things like that and uh, hair loss. 
so I went last night to one of the meetings and I'd never gone. I've never gone to one of their, you know, rah, rah, hey, you're a market partner, it's MLM, let us train you, bring guests, let them, you know, introduce them to the business. We weren't doing any of that, but my girlfriend and I, who are both market partners, thought, you know, we should go down and see just what's going on, make sure we don't need some training. I, I've done a lot of YouTube videos on the product as I've used them and just see if there's anything, you know, we didn't know what we didn't know. That's always a really good question to ask yourself in life. Sit back and say, what don't I, what don't I know that I don't know? Because we don't know what we don't know until, I said that wrong tonight, we don't know what we don't know until we sit back and open our minds and our hearts and let the universe speak to us, whether it be wisdom through someone else or just really something that just pops, usually for me, pops right into my head like an epiphany. I've been very, very blessed with amazing moments of wisdom, even in my young life, in my 20s. And I've been very clear that it has nothing to do with me as a human being. It is simply my ability to ask God for guidance. And he has answered that prayer over and over again in my life. And I'm very grateful for that. So that is a really good question to always ask yourself. When you're in a situation, you know, what don't I know about the situation? Be curious, find out, go get an, you know, my girlfriend actually as well. Here's the last 24 hours. There's just been a whole bunch of this kind of stuff sent me an email saying, you know, happy new year, da, 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 da. I could use some guidance. I'm considering doing more education this year and I need some suggestions. She has a memory like a steel trap. Me, not so much. Obviously I've helped in the past. Really can't even remember that much, but she seems to think I am the answer for this in, in, in certain areas of her life. And that always is very honoring for me. And I told her I would contemplate it because that's when things come to me. Now, Obviously, other people have noticed that about me over the years. And like I say, it's really just, I consider it just open your heart and your mind and listen. But back to meditation or contemplation, if you do not do any of that in your life, then like many times in my life, the universe is batting you over the head with a hammer because it's trying to get your attention and you're not listening. So if you are a person that would like change in your life, you would like more in your life, what doesn't matter what that more is, you just want more, you want to give more, you want to learn more, you have to listen. You have to be aware. Whoops, sorry guys. I'm drinking a, a cup of tea and managed to spill it on myself. Shock and amazement. Um, every day of your life. So one of my little habits that I've gotten into since I got sick was mornings. I don't sleep as well as I used to. It's, it's very frustrating, but you know what? We just deal with it. I've taken to napping in the afternoon because at least then I'm productive again for the rest of the day, whereas normally by three or four o'clock, I'm just out of it and then nothing gets done. And I just am not that personality. I can't roll with that. So I fought it for the first year. Now I literally just say, okay, my body needs the rest. My brain literally shuts down. I get this pounding headache. I can't hold two thoughts together. I cannot do bookkeeping. I literally cannot focus. And if you push me, I will get anxious and it can, it can kind of snowball. So I've got to be very careful with it. My husband's aware of it. He's very supportive about that sort of stuff with me, but I've just, you learned, it's like anything in life. You've got to learn to work around things if you want to keep moving forward. So this is my sort of answer. But in the morning, there's always this half an hour. I've woken up, but I don't have to get a bed yet for whatever deadlines. Usually it's getting a kid off to school. I've got a host child and I'm getting another one in three weeks in, my, in our home. And that is my time to just let thoughts run randomly through my head. And I've stopped trying to stop them. Instead of sitting back and going, hey, 
I need you to stop in the evenings. And again, this is just my habit, guys. I'm working with my personality, my weaknesses, my strengths. You need to kind of decipher that for yourself. <clears throat> evenings when I'm in meditation or in prayer, really more in the evenings and I'm going to bed. I'm literally having a conversation with my ego to step back. I don't want to listen to the ego. It's Your ego is just wanting to be on and heard 24-7. It is always afraid that you're not listening. You know what? Listen to a little less. Listen to your subconscious a little more. And in yoga today, we were doing the um, chakra clearings and we were talking about, you know, uh, working and what's the word I'm looking for? You want to feed it. You want to grow it. Your intuition. Develop. That's the word I'm looking for. Develop intuition. And that is done consciously. That sixth sense, that intuition, that is a part of your brain. And in ancient Chinese medicine, uh, that's considered the um, the chakra in the front of your head. And when people sit around going, oh, that is the chakra they're dealing with. And that is your center of, of intuition and knowledge, knowledge and intuition. And I've got to tell you, I truly believe those things come quite hand in hand. I don't believe I would be as knowledgeable as I am about the things that I seek knowledge about if I didn't have that need for intuition and meditation and awareness. I just believe that I've learned more and able to use more of what I have learned because that is, those things all kind of go hand in hand for me like a puzzle piece. So like I said, it was interesting. It doesn't matter where I've gone in the last 24 hours. These little points have just been kind of driving home for me. So I want to share them with you. Because if you have goals for the new year or if 2017 went by in a blur and you're literally like the rest of us going, where did it go? You haven't been taking enough time to ponder. It would be my first guess. You could still be a person that is high functioning and life is busy for you and off you go and great time goes quickly. That's great. You know, we're always having time goes quickly when you're having fun. It drags on forever when you're in a, jo in a job you hate, but Sometimes it really just is because you're just letting the life lead you instead of you leading life. The only way to stop that is to stop, literally stop physically and mentally, spiritually and emotionally and take a few minutes for yourself every day. It doesn't matter who you study with, Darren, Har Darren Hardy, um, uh, who's a fellow I quote all the time, doesn't matter. There's a dozen different gurus out there that teach, you know, self-improvement, uh, how Jim Rohn, of course, is a, is a fa fantastic teacher, but he's not the one I'm thinking of. The ability to contemplate and to plan means stepping back from the treadmill, the gerbil wheel, the busyness of your life and making conscious effort to spend time on those things. It is no different than your need to sleep, planning a meal, cooking it, eating it, going to school, doing your job. Those things all require your time. You make the time for them. Sometimes whether you want to or not, you have to do the same thing in this area of your life as well. So if 2017 went by crazy and you don't know where it went and 2018 is here and you'd like it to be different or 2018 is here and you have different goals, you need to make this part of your schedule. You need to plan it in. Now there's something that has changed really drastic for me since I contracted fibromyalgia three and a half years ago was my schedule. My schedule, my daytimer has always been crazy. Now I'm of a generation that I had paper daytimers and now it's all on my iPad. And my schedule links to everything, the computer back to the phone, you know, everything's, I reminders, it's really all part of, you know, things I have to work around with my memory, but also I just do get busy and I, I forget and I'm forgetting more, unfortunately. 
So, I, but I've always been, even when I was younger, a big proponent of the whole daytimer. I was self-employed. I needed to know which day I was going to what clients. I was a single mom. I had to have a schedule. Well, the only thing that's really changed is that it's electronic now and I schedule more what you would probably consider inane things into my day. Like my daytimer actually says Monday to Friday nap at three o'clock. I put that in there so I do not get carried away dealing with someone else and start making plans that I know I physically cannot actually do in one day because I forget. I, I'm sorry, I, I absolutely forget. I just have trouble saying no or I'm like, oh, I wanna do that or I wanna do this. <clears throat> and I start scheduling things and then I look at the next week going, oh, I can't do that. For instance, I went out last night for an event. There will be no going out tonight. My nieces want me, wanted me to take them for a float to the float tanks. I said, well, Wednesday's the first day I can do that because I can't be out tonight when I was out last night. These are the limitations I'm aware of in my energy levels. It's not about time for me. It's about energy. I literally schedule my energy into my daytimer, not my, not necessarily tasks. And when I was younger, it was always about tasks. Now it's about my energy. Now those energies are attached to tasks. I have a client that I had to do yesterday. I have a client booked in tomorrow for bookkeeping. Today I needed to work on living well. I have foot bath clients on Friday. These are all physical appointments and things, but they revolve around the energy I am able to give them and to put into my schedule. And I literally keep track of that. Okay. So I realize little OCD, but you need to look at yourself and say, do I need more of this in my life? Or are you just literally letting life pull you? In my 30s, when my career was really important and I was being mentored and I was in jobs where I was you know, still learning so much, that, that fabulous decade of just growth. A mentor told me once uh, in, a, in, a, in a meeting that, and I've learned this in courses as well. They talk about, anybody in management talks about the fact that you have your piles, you know, your urgent five minutes, one week type idea. And it's funny how often those fires that you think are all so critical that are sucking up every moment of your day, if you walk away from them for a day, an hour, a week, and if they're still not on your schedule, the following, you know, whatever your interval is, they weren't that important to begin with. And let me tell you, that is not an easy thing to learn to do, but if you are conscious of it and try and create it like a habit, so you got to repeat it 10 times, you will find it easier and easier to do. Because putting out fires, and that is how people thrive. When I was in my 20s and early 30s, I definitely thrived on that. I was good at it too, by the way. I was a great multitasker. I can't do that at all anymore. Um, so you become, in lots of cases, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Now, in my particular case, it served me well because of the business I went into. When my education and I didn't get my degree and that didn't take me straight into like being a physical therapist and, and, or a physio and working in a hospital or a clinic, when that didn't happen and I went into accounting because I was all of a sudden a single mom and it was where I had an education in it, I also went straight into self-employment luckily because I wanted to be home with my son. I made all these choices and they kept directing, you know, where I was going. That jack of all trades served me very well because I could walk into a client and know a little bit about a lot of stuff and people paid me for that. But that is a very rare phenomena. As I've gotten older, I realize that if you are a personality that works well for exploit it. But if you are not, it is better. And especially as we get older, 
to focus on one thing. Be really great at one thing. And it's a really hard thing for me because I'm easily distracted. I'm always like, oh, shiny object. Oh, shiny object. Squirrel. You can't do that if you want to become an expert at something. Okay, so I'm a little off on a tangent here, but just they're kind of tying into just a little bit of, again, back to the meditation and the scheduling and, and sort of how you need to make choices that are viable and manageable in your life. Okay, so we're back to the schedule. Now we're back to meditation. I have found that at nighttime when I'm just doing my quick prayers and clearing my mind, I literally tell my ego to step aside. Because at those times of the day, I want my intuition and my subconscious, more my subconscious to have a chance, to have a chance to to be listened to, to open, go, I want to go into a good dream state at night. It's really funny, you know, you, you need to understand that your body and, and spirit and everything, they are all separate entities that are living in the same, the same shell. You know, our bodies are just a physical manifestation of our lives. They are not who we are. But if you do not take care of this temple that you as a spiritual being live in, you're going to have a kind of a icky life. So look after your temple. It is more, it, it is not you. But it's the only place you have to live, okay? So take care of it. You need to take care of your subconscious and your ego and all those other things as well. Because your subconscious actually is making about 90% of the decisions. And if it's doing it without conscious thought, you're getting led around on a merry goose chase. And you need to be conscious and aware of that. So Get everybody on board. That's what I tend to do at night for just, you know, 20, 30 minutes as I'm calming down. I do not use electronics, by the way, and neither should you. Blue light and all that jazz that comes off screens of any sort in a bedroom is a no-no. Okay, get off your devices an hour before. You shouldn't even watch TV an hour before you go to sleep, actually, they say. But, uh, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do. But 30 minutes, do not read in bed on an e-reader. Get a paperback book. Make nighttime your time to... The books that you have no time to do, you know, you say you want to, sorry, read a self-help book or a meditation, but you do those things at night if that's what you need to do because you need paper. You need to let the brain not be activated by electronics and get your electronics out of your bedroom. Okay, preachy segue on that one. Next, when I wake up in the morning and I'm in that slightly dream state, this is when I had to start scribing. I had to keep paper and pen by my by my bed a year ago when I started this podcast because that's when all the ideas just wow they slam me in the morning and then I wake up and can't remember half of them <laughs> so that lovely little dream state I try and control that and that's when I tend to meditate when I tend to spend that quiet time and let the thoughts come give gratitude it's a, my, my mornings are a great time for my gratitude giving and, and just seeing what the world and the universe at large has to tell me. Now, that may not work for you. I also do yoga, and something that's really hard for me is staying present in yoga and appreciating it for more than just a physical activity. So I've really tried to turn, to turn that into meditation and calming for my central nervous system, things like that, besides just keeping my body strong and my core strength strong with my fibro. Perhaps for you, you do really well in actual meditation. Now, I grew up praying because I grew up in a church and I grew up practicing my faith, not just learning about it. So prayer for me, it took me years to understand that that's just another form of meditation. I just thought those were things were all separate. And when I meditate, uh, when I pray, I'm not a meditator prayer. I'm just yapping at God. Okay, I'm just blah, 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 blah. 
I tell him what I'm thinking. I tell him what I need. I talk to him. I, my, but I'm talking to a friend here. So it really depends on what that looks like for you. <laughs> You've got to personalize. When I share with you bunch, I don't want you to just emulate what I'm doing exactly. My coping mechanisms and the things that I use in life are specific to what's going on in my journey. What I want when I share with you is for you to try and find something maybe relational in your life and get you thinking, always being more aware of how you could implement these things in your life. One of my favorite slogans with my company, and you will be seeing it on the new website, is common sense, uncommon results. I'm a huge common sense proponent, okay? You know what? I believe everything is fixable, fixalupable, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're going to make up words now. You, There usually is a way. There, You can find a path. It's not always easy, but the path is there. The question is, are you willing to look for it? Or do you just enjoy being on this gerber wheel that you've created and, uh, and being a crazy person? Now, I'm going to segue off from this. Although I should have, I should have a closing comment on that folks. If you do want things to change in this new year, you have got to find time. I know I've already spoken about making physical goals and writing lists, but you truly do need as well to spend quiet time. It is actually part of the chaos cycle, the contemplation before you go into action. That is a absolute integral part of life of resting and then making plans putting into action. These things are all stages and maybe that's your stage right now, but it also needs to be a small part of a discipline of your, of your day every day, I believe. So what today's meditation was on was love yourself until it's real. And you might think, well, that's completely off topic. Well, yes and no, because one of the ways you learn to love yourself is through affirmations and affirmations for me are a huge part of meditation. You following me? <laughs> What you tell yourself is what manifests in your life. So if your mind, if you're one of those negative people and every, your entire conversation is going on in your head and it's always negative, life sucks, I hate my family, my children are terrible, I hate my job. Do you know what? That is a mindset and that will never change until you change the verbal dialogue in your head. And so Melody talks about loving yourself until it's real. And to do nice and nurturing things for yourself. Well, what is better than spending time in meditation? Now, one of the places I truly do actually meditate, and it's barely once, you know, it's once a week, is in my infrared sauna. I always make sure the last 10 minutes of that sauna, I put away the e-readers or books or notes. I mean, I work in my sauna. It's fabulous. I love it. I just get in there with my stuff, and it's a great 20 minutes. It's never just dead time for me. But then I stop myself and make it be dead time for me. I literally sit up differently on the chair, cross my legs, close my eyes, and I physically, mentally choose to shut my mind, to quiet my mind, not shut it down. We don't want to be shutting it up. Quiet my mind and spend time in meditation. And again, like I say, a lot of the time for me, that just looks like prayer. It's just, it's something I learned very young. So loving yourself means accepting and loving each and every part of you and knowing, knowing that you're worthy and valuable and lovable. And so many people struggle with this. So not only you, do you need to plan and meditate and contemplate for change and better things in your life, those things will mean nothing if you do not show gratitude and love for yourself. 
Because no matter what happens in your life, don't forget, you're still the one in the middle of it. Everything cent- you know, revolves around you. Not The world is not centered around you, but your life is. It's your life. You're the nucleus of it. So if you are off doing all these self-help things and taking courses and meditating and making lists and trying to build better businesses, you know, whatever it is for you, and you really on a subconscious level loathe yourself, you we're going to have, you're going to have issues and you'll never be truly happy because you can't be happy with someone spending time with someone you don't like. Learn to love yourself. And if you have to do that through meditation, I really encourage you to make that part of it. Affirmations and self-talk, so, so important. We are spiritual beings, we are physical beings, and we are energetic beings. And every aspect of that in our life needs to be addressed. And unfortunately, we're coming, we've are coming. we come out of an age in the last um, century where it was all about the physical. You know, we came into 1999, everything about the 70s and 80s and 90s was all about multitasking, you know, women in the workforce, the glass ceiling, the getting the bigger house, both parents are now working. We really put us, ourselves, especially in North America, and unfortunately North America affects so much of the rest of the world, on these treadmills of acquisition. It's all physical. Things, our bodies, it was just all physical. And I'm really noticing now that the trend in this century, and I want it to keep going, we're only 17 years into it, but I want to see this, this century being more about the spiritual and the um, and the energetic parts of our bodies, okay? Those in our lives, we are a pyramid. And you know, it's funny because you always talk about the, um, if you're raised in a church, they talk about the Trinity, you know, three sides of a whole. You as a person are absolutely no different. Remember, if you do believe in the Bible and you believe in any part of it whatsoever, or you even just like some of the sentiments from the Bible, we were made in God's image. And I truly believe in this 21st century, we're in the 21st century, right? Yeah, 21st century, that that awareness is becoming more and more apparent and that's going to be a huge growth factor for for the world. The doctrine, the dogma of the black and white Christian stuff, do this, don't do that, sin, not sin. Those are lovely uh, guidelines and a lot of it needs to be considered and adhered to like you know don't murder people and don't cheat on your wife and don't lie and don't steal big proponent of the ten commandments i've said that many times but there's a lot of that word of god that was really directioned to a different time in life okay there was no technology back then 2000 years ago very 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 different circumstances than what we live in today the world is, has so far to come. Other countries in the world are not even where, you know, North America is. We still have third world countries in this on this globe. In my attitude, that's appalling in today's day and age with the education we have and the knowledge we have. That's greed and that's, um, well, it's just a whole bunch of other things. But, you know, moving along from there, we need to focus more on our energetic and spiritual beings as well as our physical. Because if there's not balance in that trinity, and that's, sorry, that's where I went into with the Bible, I believe that these are analogies for us. And we've always thought they didn't touch us. They, they weren't about us. Well, that, that's about God. No, if we're made in his image, it's about us. It is about us. So we too are a trilogy. And we need to address all those areas in our life.
I hope I gave you something to think about today. Have a great day, everyone, and I will talk to you next week, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today, and if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you liked best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.